Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thanks again for joining us here. Thanks to everybody who's uh, shared this on their social media. If you haven't, please do. Helps us grow, helps to get more listeners. Um, Last time we talked, we talked about do you know you? Uh, Life is spiritual. Uh, The heart comes first. When God made man, he breathed. Genesis 2-7 says he breathed the breath of life into his nostrils and man became a living soul. Your, Your mind, your will, your emotions, those things were meant to play a second place to who you really are, which is your eternal spirit. You are a spirit. You have a soul. You live in a body. And we talked about how it, uh, at the original sin, uh, when, when Adam sinned, that original sin distorted it and made it that man was no longer connected to God through his spirit. And he became dominated by his senses. He became dominated by his flesh. He became dominated by his uh, mind as well as emotions. He went from not even being conscious of the fact that he was naked to being um, uh, uh, separated from the life of God and just aware of his surroundings, right? He became a natural man, if you will, at the time. When when we get born again, the Bible says that God gives us a new spirit, and it's a spirit, Ezekiel 36, 26, he said, I'll put a new spirit within you. When you get born again, your spirit is reconnected to God. So salvation makes it that we become people who, again, have relationship with God, who are able to, through our spirit, through our human spirit, by the Holy Ghost, you know, really, you're a four-part being. You are a, you, you are a spirit, you have a body, or sorry, you have a soul and you live in a body, but the Holy Spirit lives within you, right? So there's two spirits in there, your human spirit and the Holy Spirit. Obviously, He's not you, but He becomes part of your spirit, right? Um, So you're a three-part being, and then the Holy Ghost is there in your spirit. But salvation makes it that we become then people who walk by the Spirit of God. Galatians 5, 16 says this, I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. What does that mean? It means to follow the promptings of the Holy Ghost, be yielding to the Holy Spirit at all time. The challenge for us as Christians is to walk according to what the Holy Ghost says and not what not according to the precepts of this age, right? Hey, this is just the way things work, you know, in doing things in the natural, doing things through the carnal mind. The Bible says, lean not on your own understanding. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean on your own understanding. People lean on their own understanding all the time. Everything they do is just from, oh, I learned to do it this way. I do it this way. Where when you understand that you can follow the voice of the Spirit of God and, and, and then know that you're in the perfect will of God, walk on a path that'll be the best path that you can walk for your life. Romans 5.5 5 says, And hope makes not ashamed because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given to us. People uh, say things like, Lord, man, I, I just need more love. I need to walk in love in a better way. Really, it's just yielding to the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit lives inside of you. He has the love that you need. Every time you get in a situation where it tests your love walk, the Holy Spirit is wanting you to yield to Him because He's going to do it the right way, right? He's going to show love when your mind wants to... you know, have a quick thing to say back. He's going to be the one who will ha- say, have patience, you know, bear with the infirmities. He's the one who's going to bring, bring back to your remembrance the scripture that says, 
you know, allow for the faults of others. So the Holy Ghost on the inside of you wants to bring you to a place of total victory. So that's um, Romans 5, 5. But on the inside of your recreated spirit is every single thing you need. Isaiah 12, 3 says, therefore, with joy, shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation. What I'm trying to get across is that there's victory in your spirit now. People spend their Christian life waiting for God to come and do something like, oh, God's going to send me some patience from heaven. Where on the inside of you is the Holy Spirit, who's, who is the spirit of truth, right? He's God himself. He's love, which, which is love is patient, love is kind. And he shed that love abroad in your heart, but it's about yielding to him. And so it says, therefore, with joy shall you draw forth water out of the wells of salvation. What are you drawing forth? You're drawing forth water with joy out of where? The wells of salvation. Where's that? That's inside you. You have a well on the inside of you. So if you say, man, I'm just not a joyful person, you haven't been yielding to the Holy Ghost. There's joy already inside of you. You're not waiting for God to make you a joyful person. We're learning to encourage ourselves by the word, to take a hold to the word and to yield to the Holy Ghost. He has all the joy that we need. John 7, 37 through 39 says, In that day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirsts, let him come unto me and drink. He that believes on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. You have a river on the inside of you. Verse 39, But this spake he of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive. Receive where? Inside your human spirit. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because that Jesus was not yet glorified. So you got to understand that at salvation, the Holy Spirit, full of joy, full of life, full of the fruit of the Spirit, obviously, He comes to live on the inside of you. When you decide to yield to Him, you will walk in joy. You will have peace. You will walk in the creative power of God. You know, the gifts of the Holy Spirit are there, working of miracles, hallelujah, signs and wonders. You're not waiting for God to send those gifts to you. They're on the inside of you in the person of the Holy Ghost. Colossians 1.27 says, To whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Proverbs 4.23, that's why this scripture for Christians is so important. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. You know, many Christians want to walk the, the walk that God has for them. They want to be a person of compassion. They want to be a person of love, of wisdom, you know, of faith. But their heart gets blocked up. They haven't guarded their heart. They think it's normal to have strife. They think it's normal to be at odds with people. They think it's normal to have people that you just don't like and don't want to talk to and say things about and gossip about. Where that's not normal. The Bible says as much as within your power, live at peace with all men. We're called to be the children of God, keepers of peace on this earth, right? We're called to be people who reflect the goodness of God, the kindness of God. The Bible says, receive others as in the same way Jesus Christ has received you. So when you see someone, maybe who irks you, that you can that you can work to be at peace. Not that you have to be friends with everybody, but where you're not at odds with people. There's nothing between you. There's nothing but love between believers, right? The Bible says people will know that you're my followers because of your love. And so this is the plan God has, but people don't guard their heart. If the devil can do anything, he wants to stop 
up your heart. He wants to get you in unforgiveness. He wants to get you in bitterness towards someone, in jealousy. Hey, this person got a promotion. This person was believing the Lord for a car and they got a car. I've been believing the Lord for a car for longer and I don't have my car yet, right? And then there's comparison and it kills brotherhood. And the devil is just using these things to stop people's hearts because then you can't yield to the fully to the Spirit of God. Because the moment you yield to him, I mean, you know how it is. You get in the presence of God. What's the first thing that happens? You start, the Holy Ghost starts convicting you of things. Hey, you need to forgive that person. Hey, you need to, you owe your, your parents an apology, right? The way you talked to them last time you talked to them. Hey, you need to call that person up. Hey, you need to kick this out of your life. The Holy Ghost is always drawing you closer to Jesus. And there's things that keep you from the life of God. You can't walk in victory, in your spirit, without yielding fully to the Holy Ghost and listening to what He says. And sometimes it's difficult because you want to feel like you have it all together. And man, and then the Holy Ghost is like, hey, you've lost your first love. You're, you've become a person of works and you don't love Jesus anymore. You don't love the presence of God, right? And all of a sudden there's this sting of like the discipline from God, you know? But, but it's important for us as children of God to keep our heart right. The second thing is people don't guard their heart against unbelief. You know, there's parts of scripture that people just don't believe. Well, I don't believe God could heal me. They wouldn't say that, but they don't actually have real faith. They don't haven't guarded their heart against unbelief. And you have to choose to spend time in the word of God to build your faith. It's nourishing your spirit. You know what the devil tries to do is he just tries to keep you in the natural realm. Oh, who actually prays every day? He's trying to distract you from the life of God because he knows that if you take a hold to the word of God and you say, man, I'm going to treat the word like bread, like food, like I'm eating three hot meals a day. I'm going to grow strong on the word. As long as he can keep you with a light esteem for the word. Oh, you know, I read the Bible because I have to. He'll keep you as a immature Christian. He'll keep you tripping over people saying the wrong things and people offending you. And he'll, you know, you can just keep you at a low level of Christianity. The Bible says that all creation groans for the revelation of the sons of God. Sons are not children. Sons are grown up, right? These are the sons of God who walk not after their flesh, but they walk after the Spirit of God. They're yielded to the Spirit of God every day. Hey, I'm about my Father's business, right? These are the sons of God, creations waiting for people to be revealed as sons of God. People who have said, I'm not living for my flesh. I'm not living for the amusement of my mind. I'm living by my by the power of the Holy Ghost. I'm living out of my spirit. I'm not going to fulfill the lust of the flesh. Second uh, Thessalonians 3, 5 says, And the Lord direct your hearts into the love of God and into the patient waiting for Christ. You know, people, you, 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 we're in a fallen world, so you're tested by other people, right? So you have situations that come up where you think, well, where it's like a challenge to your love walk. But what God is looking to do, if you're yielding to the Holy Ghost, He's always going to direct you into the love of God. He's always going to lead you to say the right thing, to respond the right way. The Holy Ghost has all the answers. People are like waiting, like, Lord, just give me the, the winning number to the lottery ticket and I'll be able to fund the entire harvest. But they won't yield to the Spirit of God to like be the bigger person and, and, and offer up an apology when, when they've done something wrong, you know? They won't yield to the Spirit of God to ask for forgiveness or to be the quick person to say, hey, I was wrong. I was watching a, uh, I was watching a political thing and it was just so comical to me. It was a democratic debate, but, but Joe Biden said, you know, I'm the only candidate who has been 
you know, African-American people love me. I'm the only candidate who has been uh, that an African-American woman uh, elected to Congress has supported. And then he realized that Kamala Harris um, was standing there and she's another African-American woman who's elected to Congress. And she and she's like, no, you didn't. She speaks up. And then he turns and he says, oh, no, I said the first, which he didn't say that. But it was so comical to me that he couldn't even say, oh, I said that. But I meant to say I was the first one to get an endorsement, not not from the only one. Right. He couldn't even just admit. I mean, he was like, hey, I can never be wrong. Right. Oh, I know. He said I said the, the first person, which he clearly didn't. But it's like people aren't willing to admit that man, I've made mistakes. When you can go to someone and say, man, I've messed up. I'm sorry. I've harbored this bitterness in my heart. I want things to be clear. If anyone should be on my side, it's that we're, we're Christians together, right? We're serving God. Jude 1 says, but ye beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Another area where people neglect the prayer language. The, your prayer language, one of the many things that it does is it builds you up to stay in a place of faith. People use it as like, oh, it's emergency tongues. When I really get in a bad situation, I'm going to pray in tongues. Man, you should be built up. How do you think Paul or Peter and James and John and these guys, you, I mean, when they, uh, in Acts chapter three, when they walked up and there was the man at the, the gate and they said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise and walk. And then they pulled him up, right? You have to be built up on your faith. They weren't, they weren't, it hadn't been three or four days since they'd prayed in the Holy Ghost. You know, this was something that they took seriously. And the devil tries to keep the children of God living at such a low level, a discouraged level. Discouragement is not for the people of God. Even if you get beaten and whipped for your faith, there, should, there shouldn't be discouragement. There should be an excitement. Man, I did what, you know, I, 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 I stepped into some persecutions and the Bible promised me that. Man, I'm encouraged. I'm walking in, G, in Jesus' footsteps here. God's called us to live, stirred up. Man, living out of our spirit, following the Holy Ghost. Uh, full of the word of God, full of the life of God. You go into a room and say, I need someone to come lay hands on this person. They're not feeling well. And hardly anybody's volunteering because, ah, oh, you know, maybe it's, man, we should be the, the Bible said believers lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Are you a believer? Go lay hands on the sick. They're going to recover. Well, what if they don't recover? Well, what if they do? And the Bible's right, right? You keep going. The Bible said it. The Bible's not going to change because it's 2020. Oh, we're in 2020. We, you know, that we had to take that verse back. Not really every believer, right? Choose to believe the word of God. Romans 8.10 says, 8.11, but if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by a spirit dwelling in you. Living in a place of victory, staying in a place of victory will cause the spirit of God to quicken your body. Proverbs 14.30, a sound heart is the life of the flesh. You receive life for your body when your heart is sound. John G. Lake said, any change in my health, negative change in my health, I can trace back to a negative change in my spirit. When I let my faith go down or I stopped believing something or I stopped. You, you keeping yourself in a place of joy, in a place of peace, pushing forward. Hey, I don't care what's coming against me. I believe I'm going to win. I believe the Lord's my provider. Keeping yourself stirred up on your faith will actually produce life for your body. Um, Proverbs 17, 22, a merry heart does good like medicine, but a broken spirit drives the bones. You know, God has set up for us 
that we're called to live a life of victory. And he's given us everything that we need. My last scripture, Ephesians 1.13 says, In whom you also trusted, after that you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after you believed you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Why would why think of an envelope? Why do you seal an envelope? You seal it because you're finished writing. The Holy Ghost has come and sealed your spirit. You've been sealed by the Holy Ghost. It's it's stamped with the mark of heaven and you've been sealed and closed off. Why? Because there's perfect victory. You're not waiting for God to change the circumstances for you. You live in victory now. Why? Because I'm walking in the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm a, I'm redeemed. I've been redeemed from death. I've come alive to God. Choose to be encouraged. Choose to stir yourself up. No one's going to do it for you. You got to start stirring yourself up. Man, I'm a spirit. I'm not living in my mind. I'm not living in answering to my flesh. I'm I'm living by the Spirit of God, subservient to the Spirit of God, listening to the voice of God, and see what God will do. Man, God will do more in six months in your life than He's done in the last 10 years because you're choosing to yield to the Spirit of God. As you go from listening to this podcast, whatever your day is, encourage yourself in the Lord. Bless the Lord. I'm a child of God. Man, I'm a mighty man or woman of God. I'm anointed by God. I've got an anointing to destroy the works of the devil. Hey, hallelujah. And as you go, remember that you're walking in the victory of Jesus Christ, not some low-level thing. This is the price that God paid so that you could live in abundance, you could live in victory. So go, and, and he goes with you. I love you. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next podcast.